Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Wow, buddy! You look healthy and happy. Veterinary surgeon and natural pet food pioneer John Burns knows the positive impact a natural diet has on our beloved pets. That's why he developed Burns Pet Nutrition. Hmm. Maybe I should try some of your pet food myself. Okay, okay. I'll start with a salad. For natural, no nasty, wholesome recipes, choose Burns Pet Nutrition. Available from veterinary clinics and all good pet shops across Ireland. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I think the best way to describe it, it's a kind of an internal row between two sub-franchises of one faction. They are apparently suspected of being involved in drug dealing in the area and Thomas O'Neill has managed to rub these guys up the wrong way. And the information we have is that they're supplied by the faction that's pretty much controlled by John and Ed's McCarthy. That puts the Collins very much potentially in the firing line of the rump of the, the McCarthy Dundon gang once again. I'm Nicola Talent and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Shots fired at the home of former McCarthy Dundon criminal Jimmy Collins have sparked fears of a new feud erupting in Limerick. Last week, a gunman opened fire on the home on Limerick's Hyde Road following a series of tit-for-tat incidents. It comes as Jimmy Collins' son-in-law, convicted rapist Thomas O'Neill, is said to have had a falling out with a rival drug-dealing faction. Today I'm talking to Eamon Dillon about the rising tensions in Limerick and how it is being played out on the streets and on social media. I'm Niall Donald and this is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. So Eamon, we're seeing um, another outbreak of violence in Limerick, a a part of the country that's been very quiet in recent times. Um, But again, like, like some of these dangerous uh, feuds have we seen around the country. Some of it is being played out in social media, um, but there have been, of course, shots fired last week, which which inspired us to write about it. Um, the, the home of a well-known criminal was was targeted. Yeah, this is you're talking about Jimmy Collins. Um, I think some of the Sunday World readers remember from way back, uh, like at the height of the feud, he's one of these guys he posed with his son. Um, I think it was for the Sunday Tribune photographer at the time, was it? Or, or no, it was or, actually for uh, it was the UK uh, edition of the of the Times came over and the uh, they went around the country. It was in the the height of the shootings in Limerick, you know, a decade and a half ago at this stage, at yeah. least. And it was a very striking picture, a kind of moody shot, and he had the 
the kind of the the guns tattooed across his chest and kind of yeah they took off their tops and posed i mean which is always a curious thing about the the <clears throat> the feud in limerick that it was you know and jimmy collins as far as i remember had previously posed for a picture in the sunday tribune where they shook hands a couple of the the warring factions that shook hands and posed for a picture jimmy collins was one of them so he was very closely aligned with the the dundon mccarthy gang as it was known then yeah, I mean, they they would have been, I suppose, a franchise of the McCarthy Dundon gang. They were they were just living down the road from uh, on the Hyde Road from where where Wayne Dundon and John Dundon would have lived before they moved permanently to prison, and uh, they they were they were part and parcel of that whole setup. Um, and of course, he, he had a daughter April, who was um, uh, with Jared uh, Dundon, and had two children with him. Uh, but while he was inside on on one of his one of his stretches. Uh, she took up with a, a different character, a man called Thomas O'Neill. Uh, and of course, um, we'll come back to who he is exactly. But um, so anyway, apparently the Jared uh, Dunnan pretty much hit it up, like, you know, hit the roof um, that his that the mother of his kids had left him for this this other guy. Um, and it really, it was the beginning of the end for the Dundons. Like it was the key moment uh, because I think the the Collins family members of them felt they were under serious threat. Uh, and and there were the people then who turned around and gave statements against against the Dundons. And uh, you know, April herself, um, one of her sisters, uh, gave critical evidence in the special criminal court against both Wayne Dundon and John Dundon in separate cases, in which they they basically reported what they had heard on nights of two separate murders, in which either men had been involved in ordering. One of them was the innocent rugby player Shane Gagan, who was mistaken for another another gangster. Um, and and the other one was the the innocent businessman Roy Collins Jr. Yeah, so I mean, like that, like April Collins' uh, evidence was really key to to, to putting away uh, Wayne Dundon and and John Dundon. And I mean, it it you know it it was a bizarre scenario in some ways. In that you know we've had gangland witnesses in the past. They've been put into special custody. They've been brought you know, to other countries after giving evidence. They've been like Jonathan Dowdle, of course. But April Collins uh, briefly, you know, was taken out of her home in Hyde Road, but ultimately returned there um, very unusually to live just a few hundred metres away from the Dundon, the Dundon's home. Um, and uh, well, that's where she continues to live in that area to this day. If you, if you think about it, I mean, there was, I think that the figure... That's been said in the special criminal court. It was the feud that, you know, began in I suppose in the late nineties and continued right through up until about twenty eleven. Um, the figure given is about nineteen deaths, um, and really the last kind of serious kind of uh, bit of violence that would have occurred was the attempt on Christy Keane's life in twenty sixteen. Uh, he, he survived being shot four times, uh, and and that was you know that was again that was seen as as the the McCarthy's were targeting him. Red Larry McCarthy, who was the man once anointed the head of the McCarthy Dundons. He's facing charges. Well, he's actually, he, he's he, he's waiting a sentence in, in yeah, a special yeah. criminal court for his role in that, in that he organized transport um, that was supposedly used by the, the people who went to shoot Christy Keane. So that was 2016, early, in the, early enough, I think, in 2016. Uh, and since then, there hasn't been any what you would call feud violence that, you know, uh, uh, between the rival factions in Limerick, uh, you know, whatsoever. I mean, in the lead up to the shooting on Christy Keane, you know, we we'd done a couple of stories about different younger guys attached to the rival factions had been involved in like car chases and ramming each other, and some of which could have ended badly, but luckily enough didn't. 
Whereas um, I think this time around, it's it, the best way to kind of put it is it's like a falling out between uh, a group of people who would have been a sub-franchise of the McCarthy Dundons is probably the best way to, to yeah. put it. So you'd have the Collins on one side and this this group on the other side, they're, you know, another family group on, on uh, who are, apparently basically got into a tussle um, they, uh, partly because, um, you know, this, this guy, Thomas O'Neill, who's a, a April Collins' uh, partner now, He's been rubbing up people the wrong way, as he has done for a long time. I mean, just to quickly go back, I mean, he's, he's I suppose, infamous in, in criminal circles. Uh, he was one of the guys known as the, the Cratlow Wood Rapists. Um, a bunch of young teenagers were, they, they attacked a couple they found in the, in the Cratlow Woods who'd been sitting in a car and uh, beat, up the, beat up the man and, and took turns, some of them in sexually assaulting and, and raping uh, the woman. And Thomas O'Neill, even though he wasn't the oldest in the group, was was pretty much earmarked out as the leader of this horrific event. Um, and that, you know, and he served time for that. Uh, yeah, so- I mean, it was one of the rapes that was probably the most shocking in in the history of of my time as working in in newspapers. Like, it was a really really savage attack. I think the the male uh, the 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 boyfriend of of the victim was locked in the boot. And um, these guys were only the majority of them were under 18. Thomas O'Neill himself, I think, was 16 or at the time the offence occurred, he was ultimately charged uh, and convicted as an adult. Um, so, I mean, it was one of those crimes that are kind of rare, aren't they? Those those really, really shocking cases. And Thomas O'Neill and his co-accused became really, really notorious. Um, he went to prison for an extended period of time. He got out ultimately. And uh, while he, after he got out, he returned to the area of Limerick where he was from and he met April Collins again and they fell in love and uh, she ultimately would go to court and say, he was my first love. They'd gone out when they were 13 or something, some age like that. And because uh, she was cross-examined during the, the Dundon's cases and she said he was, he made a mistake as a young man and he, he, you know, he, that's how she described it. And that, you know, she, so they have stayed together. Um, and, you know, a, Thomas O'Neill is, and April Collins are still living in, in the Hyde Road area. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, so what has happened, Eamon, I think this week or over the last few weeks is there's, been this outbreak of 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 I suppose it's it's if you compare it to the Dundons, it's nothing like that. But what it is is one of these sort of escalating feuds in which younger people are being involved, are being dragged in. And um, there there was shots fired, obviously at Jimmy Collins' home. When was that? What that was was it, well, we're we're talking on a Friday here, yeah. so it would have been last Thursday a week ago. Yeah. But it depends when this actual podcast yeah, yeah, comes yeah. out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's obviously yeah. an escalation. We had a story previously as well about how other bullet uh, bullets were found in in April Collins' wall. Somebody had shot at it previously, and then you have this uh, sort of escalating social media campaign as well, where people are putting up uh, short videos on TikTok. I think a lot of them, yeah. Where, I mean, there, there was even a few other incidents, like in, in there was a pipe bomb in July in which a man was injured. There was a group of people shot at in a drive-by shooting in May. Um, and then, as I said, there was, I think it was reported at the time that there was these unexplained bullet holes that were never reported to the guards. The guards weren't aware of what happened or how long ago the, the, the bullet holes were made. 
Um, but yeah, so I mean, like this kind of feuding, like it's been, what's the best way to put it? It's like there's a parallel online feud going on. Yeah. And there's some pretty nasty stuff being put up online. Uh, there's, there's fake, um, different fake accounts. And of course, they're playing a lot on on O'Neill's background. You know, he's, he's, he's the crimes he committed as a teenager. And there's all sorts of... Uh, you know, vile suggestions going on, dragging in other family members and people's heads being photoshopped onto other people's bodies. And, you know, it, it, it's very much, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty nasty stuff. And it is obviously designed to, to get people in a, in a temper and to, you know, goad each other into doing something even more stupid than they've been doing already. Yeah, and you've, we've seen these in, in places like Fingless, how these kind of social media camp campaigns like these where these accounts come up for a few days and put out these videos you know with with whatever allegations on them like it really can escalate situations like the like the feud involving Mr. Flashy in in Dublin like it's it's a dangerous thing and of course the complicated bit um if you look at you know people associated with Thomas O'Neill and people on the other side who are sort of broadly associated with 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 the McCarthy faction, you know, um, they're so complicated and interwoven. Uh, the relations between these people, they're so interrelated, they're all from a relatively small area. And it really has a danger to, there is a danger that people could get dragged into these things. And there are reports of younger teenagers uh, being being mixed in with this, put it that way. Yeah, I mean, look, over the years, like I suppose the biggest fear is that someone innocent could be hurt or injured. And we've seen that in the feud. I mean, you've already mentioned, you know, Shane Gagan and Roy Collins. And we've seen that, of course, in even in the, the you know, the stuff that went on the north inner city between the, the Hutchkin and feuds. Um, you know, there was a number of people that were that were that were that were killed. I think it was it what is it um Trevor O'Neill from Crumlin. Like, you know, being one shot dead in Spain. Um, and, and there was others not too far from where we're sitting. Uh, a man was shot dead in yeah, a case Martin of mistaken, yeah. a completely innocent man. Yeah. So you're always worried about this kind of stuff could happen, or, or simply, you know, you know, there is there is a history of people using cars as weapons and and you know ramming into each other, um, trying to run over people. I mean, that's you know, it, there's always a chance something could happen along those lines. Yeah. And that you have to be you have to be kind of. Uh, cognizant of that and worried about it like you know so yeah. I mean and surprisingly enough I mean for years like April Collins would have had um, you know a guard car sitting close to her house keeping an eye on her because you know she had been a state witness um, and I think periodically she's had guard protection you know because of you know the fact that she gave um, evidence against the Dundons but obviously that's not there now um, they might you know they might decide that they might, it might be needed again but um, I mean, the, the 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 group like which we haven't named, um, like they are they are apparently suspected of being involved in drug dealing in the area. And Thomas O'Neill has managed to rub these guys up the wrong way. And the information we has if that they're supplied by the faction that's pretty much controlled by um, you know John and Eds McCarthy. So you know that you know uh, that puts the Collins very much directly in in potentially in the firing line of of the you know the rump of the the McCarthy Dundon gang once again. So I mean, from I guess from their point of view, they're a little bit um, isolated. But you know they've they've stuck it out for so long. You, you know they obviously have confidence in their own connections and yeah. in, in in that little patch of ground or territory that they still. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know, and you have to say like in terms of April Collins, April Collins is not a gangland criminal. Um, in fact, she's probably a, 
done the service or done some service to the state, as it said. Um, she she stood up in court and you know gave evidence against some of the most dangerous people in in gangland in in Ireland, and she has to be commended for that. So what you have is people like the Collins family, and you know their home is being targeted, and there are many innocent people in there. Obviously. Jimmy Collins Sr. has a criminal record and has a, a self-declared involvement in these things. But there's many, many innocent people there in that home. I mean, even this week, we've seen sort of uh, exchanges of words uh, focusing on that home in, in in Hyde Road, haven't we? Yeah. And I mean, look, anyone who knows Limerick, it's like it's a busy through route. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those roads like you see it in in you know, some parts of Dublin as well. Like, you know, it's the main road, you know, going through a kind of pretty much what's an estate. On either side of it, there's kind of a road parallel to it, like, you know, that the houses sit in off the main road, but it is essentially a through road. So, I mean, it's it's a way into the city centre. It's a way into the main train station. Like, you know, if you're coming from, if you're coming from, say, the, you know, the Kerry end of, of the country, that's, that's, you know, traditionally it would have been the way you drive in to, to get there. Um, you know, it'd be your quickest route into to that side of the city centre. So it's a busy area. So, I mean, there'd be lots of people, you know, com- you know, for, for, you know, pretty ordinary reasons like traveling through Hyde Road on, on, a, on a daily basis, quite, you know, potentially. So, I mean, so it is a worry that if you're going to have some of the, this crazy stuff, I mean, like even the, the, like the video you're talking about, I mean, that was right at the junction at, you know, close to where the Collinses live. Um, you know, and there's a guy on a, a scrambler motorbike who's, you know, like it, it suggested that he's actually escorting whoever's in the car driving, you know, who's stuck in the line of traffic. So, I mean, you have these, you know, you have these people who aren't pretty much, they're not particularly worried. I mean, I remember one time myself and one of our photographers were, were doing some pics and, uh, and we were very much doing it in the style of a drive-by, but we were spotted and, you know, you're driving down the, the high road and you look in the rear view mirror and, you know, there's, there's two, two guys standing in the middle of the road shaking their fists at you. So, yeah. you know, pretty, pretty much telling you, don't bother coming back this well, it was, way. It was always a but, funny thing on Hyde Road because the because of the nature of the feud in Limerick, people who are involved in it or associated with it couldn't really go into the drink in the city centre much. So they tended to stay on the roads, particularly in the summer, and they'd be out and about. Um, now, the, the Hyde Road, of course, has been one of these areas that have been, uh, you know, part of the regeneration of Limerick, I think, as well, hasn't it? Like they have. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe that 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 is, uh, you know, it, it is a problem um, that kind of, rump of homes there I think isn't it that that you know that the regeneration maybe hasn't succeeded as as they might have hoped I think well I was going to say it's too early to judge but no yeah. it's not probably it isn't at this stage I mean yeah, I mean we're looking at derelict houses and I think the, you know that the local authorities you know have trouble having you know getting these houses signed over to them I mean they they were privately bought and then you've other houses that were simply abandoned by people. Uh, I mean, at one stage, I remember you, there was there was houses for sale in, in some of these areas in Limerick, uh, for and they were down to like eight thousand euro. And this is this is at the height of the they are not too long after the Celtic Tiger, and it's just basically no one wanted them. And some of those have fallen into disrepair. I know there was like an, in the other part of the city in the Island Field, there, there was uh, a, a recent court case about a derelict house that you know was was, was being used by, I think one of the the gangsters from the other the other side yeah. um you know and it just shows you kind of the difficulty in 
I suppose, in transferring deeds and ownership and all yeah. the rest. And it slows it slows things down. So, I mean, even the idea that, you know, you can quickly regenerate an area is very difficult, uh, you know, unless everybody agrees to sell up or everybody agrees to move out, which in, in this case hasn't happened. And besides, I mean, like, it's a big area. I mean, like, even if you drive down the high road, like, you know, there's plenty of turns off the left and right. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of houses there and it, you know, it's it's there a long time. It's one of the probably one of the oldest estates in in um, in Limerick. It uh, predate the likes of South Hill, and I suppose the Island Field would be the other uh, probably even longer uh, existing. You know, they'll be there even longer. I think they're, they're back from the thirties, so they're that kind of old kind of uh, originally public authority houses that m- most of which or a lot of which then went into kind of private ownership over the years, particularly during the eighties and I think nineties, whatever, or even before that. Uh, so, I mean, it is very hard to to kind of just say we're going to regenerate it because, I mean, even if you regenerate, you know, the people who are causing trouble, where are they going to go? You know, no, you're, you're, and of course, if people own their homes, you know, it's 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 a different matter than if they're tenants in, a, if, or in council homes. But a lot of people, as you said, have been there for generations now and own their home. I mean, I think the house next to Wayne Dundon's, which was a privately owned house for sale, I think it was the cheapest house in Ireland at one stage uh, because for obvious reasons, you wouldn't be mad to, to move next door to Wayne, no, would you like, no, you know? No, even uh, if he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not. So like it is It is a complicated problem. Um, and I suppose it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's ongoing really, isn't it? So we can, we, 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 we can hope that it it dies down again. I mean, it's we always uh, have to recognise that what happened in Limerick before it's not happening now. Is it? This is this is a much smaller scale. Don't worrying. It's it's. Uh, I think the best way to describe it, it's a kind of an internal row between two sub franchises of one faction of the yeah, feud. So yeah. it's not a wider. It's no. not. It's not a, a, a. You know, it's not a citywide feud. It's a localised one, very much so. And I mean, it was even that um, we were talking about it recently about the you know the so-called board of governors. This uh, information that came out in a recent uh, criminal assets bureau case, which showed that there was, you know, a, a crew of illicit businessmen that were basically laundering the money for both sides of the faction, and and that that tallies with information that you know we've we've had over the years that you know very much you know the message was was coming through particularly. You know, with Ed's McCarthy and his link to to Bomber Cavan in the UK was that you know this feuding is bad for business. Just get down, get back to selling drugs and making money. Yeah. There's plenty of money to go around for everyone, and stop getting involved in these crazy machine gun attacks that yeah. are bringing down the ERU and the ARU and the regional response and all this kind of stuff, and have all your top guys serving life sentences for murder. So, like, you know, there's plenty of money to be made. Just get on with it. And I think, I, I that that that's what's going to happen. I think you know, I, I think that the people who are whose business is going to be disrupted you know are going to be talking to both sides saying you need to dial this down maybe that maybe it doesn't suit them at the minute um to let them work away but i mean if things if things get worse you know um people may or may not be cut off in terms of their supply but maybe they're selling enough these guys themselves that they're you know some of them involved that they're able to keep it going yeah i mean the real fear of course with all these things is that innocent people get caught up and get get uh, become collateral damage well thanks very much Eamon and we'll try and come back to this and see if there's any further developments another afternoon solving the world's problems exactly oh, Eamon oh, exactly it beats working I'm doesn't looking, it looking good while doing it <laughs> no worries thanks now thanks Eamon you've been listening to Crime World a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me Nicola Talent. research assistant is Clodamini if you like this show and love true crime Leave us a review, or why not download the free sundayworld.com app 
for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.